0: You're about to listen to a message from the Life Point Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Hallelujah. Can we pray? Father, we thank you. We give you praise and glory. We honor your name. We honor your word. We thank you because our eyes of understandings are enlightened this morning, we're strengthened this morning, we're illuminated. Thank you because we're encouraged. We step out of here this morning fully assured of your word. And we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. So, um P.I. said we're looking at God being our source. Speaked up last Sunday. I heard the teaching and it was beautiful. And I have the privilege of picking up from there. I want us to focus. I believe in my heart. We should focus on one of the greatest men that's walked on this earth. Now, not the greatest. I'm sure if I say the greatest, then our name, or our minds will go to Jesus. But one of the greatest men, um, besides Jesus, I think is kind of like the greatest name. All right, so great, so awesome a man, and that's the name Abraham. Y'all know who he is. All right, so I don't know if you guys still sing that, Father Abraham, as many sons, right? All right, many sons of like father Abraham. So everybody claims Abraham. The entire church world is connected to Abraham. I'm sure you know that. All right. But the entire Islamic world is connected to Abraham. Who knows that, right? And then the entire Jewish nation is connected to Abraham. I mean, who has that level of clout? It's Abraham. All right. Through him, people are being blessed. Through him, nations are being raised. Through him, the world is being greatly impacted. Yes, of course, as Ishmael said, we're praying for, reaching out to them, and all of that. But Abraham is kind of like the biggest, biggest, biggest name, the biggest man to have walked this earth. Now, why are we looking at Abraham? Because if we want to understand God as our source, then God is saying, let's look at someone that saw God as his own source. Let's look at someone that God greatly impacted, somebody that God greatly transformed, and you learn a lot from him. And then we get so much from there. So, Isaiah chapter 51, and the first verse of Isaiah 51 gives us an intro, gives us a challenge, actually. And that's a challenge I want to pick up with. Then I'll do maybe just a little bit of preaching. Okay, maybe a little more. All right? Then I'll now teach you a little bit, then explain a little bit. Isaiah 51, the first verse, Isaiah 51, verse 1. Glory to God. It says, listen to me, you followers after Righteousness. You that seek the Lord, look unto the rock from which you were hewn and the whole of the pit from where you were dug out. All right, so look to me, you us of righteousness. All right, he's saying, I want to show you something, but I need you to look at somebody. So listen to me. Now, verse two, if you don't mind, let's read it out together. One, two, let's go. Look to Abraham your father and to Sarah who bore you. For I what? Call them alone and bless them and increase them. That's Okay, I was about to say this is God's own God experience, all right? All right, but you get where I'm going now. So, verse 2 again, can we take it together? I want to go. And Sarah that bore you, for I called him alone and I blessed him. Okay, so this is Abraham's God experience. God said, when I called Abraham, how was he? Alone. Then what did I do to him? So, what happened to him? So, do that again. When I called him, how was he? Then what did I do to him? Then what happened to him? Again, so I called him, how was he? Then what did I do to him? So what happened to him? Indulge me one more time. I called him, how was he? Then what did I do to him? Then what happened to him? So let me tweak it a little bit. So I called him and he was broke. Then what did I do to him? So what happened to him? All right, so maybe I called him and he was sick. Then what did I do to him? Then what happened to him? And then I called him and he was what? Now help me childless of that's obvious isn't it so i called him and was childless and what did i do to him so what happened to him so god is saying that that there's a process here and then the change agent is the blessing the change agent the transforming power is the blessing says this is god's own testament god is saying look if you doubt what i can do if you doubt what i can accomplish if you doubt what i'm able to Or how I'm able to transform a man's life. No talking. Keep your eyes on one man, Abraham. And God is bragging. God is saying, look at what I did to him. When I called that guy, he was broke. Now, Abraham had some stuff according to scripture, but I'm trying to help you to apply. God says, when I called him, look at him. But see what happened to him when he met me. See what happened to him when I touched him. See what happened to him when I transformed him. So God is saying, look. Tell anybody look. Look. So I'm gonna look right now. So I'll do like a run through of what you know, but I believe it will bless you. Is that okay? So Genesis chapter 12 from verse 1. God said what to Abraham, get out of where? Your country, your kindred, your father's house to a land that I'm gonna do what? Show you Genesis 12 1. You know Genesis 12, one, right? So God is telling Abraham, I'm gonna make your name great, I will make a blessing. Unto you become very, very great. God says to Abraham, I will bless those that bless you. And then I'll curse those that curse you. And in you shall all the families of this whole earth be what? Blessed. So God says, I'm going to bless you. I will bless you. Indulge me. Let's read one, two, three together. Is that all right? Because I want you to see something. It will be what we're going to hang on. Verse one. Now, let's read together, please. One, two, go. Now the Lord had said to Abraham, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house to a land that i will show you and i will do what make your name great and then i will bless you and then and you will be you'll be a blessing verse three i will bless those that bless you and i will and in you shall all the families of the earth somebody say blessed say 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 blessed So now, the word blessing is a word that God doesn't toy with, because that's how God transforms. In Genesis chapter 1, the Bible lets us know that God created the heavens and the earth, gave us a list of the things that God did. And by 26th verse of the Genesis 1, the Bible says, And God said, Let us make man our own image, right? After our likeness, let him have dominion over the fish of the seabirds, of the cattle, and over everything that creeps upon the earth. And God did so. And the Bible said, And God blessed man and said, Be fruitful, multiply, replenish the earth. I know you know God said to man, be fruitful, multiply, replenish. But Genesis says God blessed him and said. So it was a command of the blessing. It was God putting the blessing on man. We find the same thing in Genesis chapter 9 after the flood. When God was speaking to Noah, Bible said again, and God blessed him. Why is God blessing these people? Why does God bless? Because there's something God puts upon a man that transforms the man. There's something God puts upon a woman that transforms the woman. And that thing, we could call it the anointing and all, but in this particular context, it's referred to as the blessing. So Abraham gets to be blessed. So he's blessed. Okay, so fine. Then Abraham gets a son called Isaac. Bible teaches us that Isaac also enjoyed the blessings of Abraham. Isaac gets two sons. You remember their names, Esau and what? Jacob, Now, something interesting that calls your attention to the possibility, or more importantly, the the relevance, the bigness of the blessing. Do you remember that Esau wanted to kill Jacob? And why? Because, what, daddy prayed for him? So, why are you going to kill me if daddy just prayed for you an ordinary prayer? No, it wasn't an ordinary prayer. It was a transference of a blessing. All right, now, you remember that Esau had sold his birthright. So Esau felt, well, I get, you know, because sometimes you look at the story and feel, why does he want to kill Jacob? Didn't he already give him the blessing? No. There's the birthright. There's the blessing. There are two things. So I give my brother birthright. Birthright means, so daddy has like 15 cars and there are two boys in the house. Daddy dies. So the firstborn gets the larger share. So we divide daddy's property into three, not two. Two boys, but three properties. So the firstborn has what you call what the right of the firstborn. So I collect two portions out of three. So he said, listen, I'm dying right now. What's my birthright to me? Take it. How many cars and houses do you want? Why was, I, why was Esau willing to forego his birthright? Because he kept his eyes on something. What do you think that was? The blessing. Because he knows that if I can get the blessing, I will collect every other thing. So the man with the blessing actually is not less to the person with the stuff because the blessing controls the stuff so if i have the blessing Esau must have told himself then i'm fine so he was mad at his brother because he said listen you took away my birthright now you took away my blessing listen you have killed me because the thing i was hoping to get you just stole it away from me so it wasn't ordinary prayer Another point to let you know it was an ordinary prayer was this. When he walked up to his daddy and said, daddy, bless me. Dad said, no, I just blessed you. He said, no, that wasn't me. That must have been my brother, Jacob. He said, well, daddy, you blessed that rascal. Bless me too. And Isaac said to him, I've given him all the blessing in my mouth. There's nothing left. That means it wasn't just an ordinary prayer. It was a transference of what they received from Abraham. How big is this blessing? What would he do to a man that has it? Let's come back again to Abraham's life. So God blessed Abraham. Left his father's house, left his country. By Genesis chapter 12, we see that Abraham went into Egypt. Pharaoh saw his wife thinking, because Abraham said that was his sister, Pharaoh now took his wife into the house thinking, you know, well, I just married a woman, she said that's his sister. And God had to punish Pharaoh for taking Abraham's wife. Meaning when a man gets blessed, God fights for him. Anybody getting this now? So find that the same thing repeated itself in Genesis chapter 20. Abimelech took Abraham's wife, thinking that was Abraham's sister, and God showed up in Abimelech's house. Oh, but that one, I love it because it was very dramatic. God had to tell Abimelech, hello, I'm going to kill you. Abimelech said, why? He said, because he took somebody's wife. Abimelech said, no, 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 no. He said that his sister, yeah. So listen, you're dead. But if you don't return his wife to him, now, 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 you're dead, dead. All right, so you're already kind of like dead, right? Well, I'll now finish you finally. All right, and it's interesting. I've been on a ghost of Abraham I'm like, who are you? Listen, when people see God manifesting in your life, they'll fear you more. So a blessed man does not walk alone. You, you might think you're alone. You might act alone. You might feel alone, but you're never alone. When you step into a place, you just stepped in with the blessing. And that was the kind of person Abraham was. Blessed man. So Abraham was that kind of guy that, listen, all the kings now say, listen, let's fear that guy. There's something something right about him, rather. He's just so blessed. God is fighting for him. Let's look at the life of Isaac. Isaac, you know, Genesis 26, was going to go down to Egypt, and God said, don't go to Egypt. Stay where I tell you. Stay in Gerar. So sometimes you want to relocate or run somewhere, and God says, don't do that. Stay where I tell you to stay. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. The Bible says in Genesis 26 that Isaac sowed in the land, and then he ripped a hundredfold. And the Bible tells us, he began to prosper. continue to prosper. Till he became prosperous. Why? Because the Lord blessed him. That word again. And Isaac was so prosperous that Abimelech had to beg him, please leave our town. You're intimidating us with your prosperity. That means God can take one person and make him bigger than where he's coming from. God can take one person and make him bigger than what he's used to. But this is what I love. There were wells that were dug in Abraham's time that Isaac would go to dig. And when he digs those wells, the Philistines envy him because they feel... It, don't forget, Genesis 26 tells us there was famine in the land. So everybody likely wasn't finding water. But one guy called Isaac digs and finds water. Why is he finding water? So they beefed him. And then they come and pour some dust, some sand, some stones into the well. He doesn't fight. Blessed people don't fight. Oh, come on. Blessed people don't struggle. You know why? If you block this one, another one opens up again. How did I know that? Because Proverbs chapter 10 and 22 says, The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and addeth no sorrow with it. Listen, the blessing of the Lord, it will do what? You know when you're making, anybody made something here before? Whether as you make, you know how to transform, what's that now? Yam into pounded yam, right? Okay, some of us, we know how to, we know the end product, don't we the process, right? Alright, so th- there's a process, alright? There's a, there's a process of transformation meaning this is how i knew when god blesses you something starts happening to you something starts happening to you the blessing of the lord it make it so anywhere isaac went, had to buy him up and then he entered the house of potiphar and Bible said that potiphar noticed that his house began to prosper because of jacob how did he know they pushed him to the bush to go and cut the grass suddenly grasses were doing well i mean maybe the plants were getting better they moved him from there brought him back to the house and then the house was doing well he said Hmm, there's something working on him let's put him on the business it wasn't an indigent, was a foreigner, was a slave. Double trouble. But the house, that means anybody that hires you should say since the day you walked into my company, our profit margin moved up. Why? Because you carry something. You know, don't just, you don't just go with your CV, you go with the blessing. You don't just go with what your brain can give you, you go with what the blessing can produce. Haven't you read the story of Jacob? When I was going to leave Laban, Laban told him, I've learned by experience that God has blessed me just because of you. So, any listen, people should be coming and say, listen, we need new staff. We need new staff. They said, Why? All the guys you gave us, they're so blessed. They are blessed. They are blessed. They are blessed. Money is coming. Money is coming. Money is coming. Give us more Christians. Well, we have believers admiring unbelievers forgetting that we carry the blessing. Oh, there's something on us, there's something about us. There's something all around us. Kaya. Are you feeling this thing? So you have to understand who you are, what you have. So I was talking about Joseph. So Joseph was at home. In Potiphar's house, everything was moving. And don't forget, money attracts. So Mrs. Potiphar was attracted. Money attracts, doesn't it? Even when you were ugly, when you have money, you are not ugly. Money beautifies you. Anybody understanding that? You now wonder, what is she doing with him? I don't understand. Please understand. He has money. He has money. Money does something. You know, but his case, I mean, I'm sure he must have been young and anointed, right? Smart guy, chick looking. I mean, okay, well, whatever. And know, felt good guy. Now, because he knew God as his source, he wasn't willing to compromise. Do you know that if he had done anything funny with Potiphar's wife, he might look like his dream was coming to pass? There will now be certified chief houseboy. And one day, maybe when his family also still need food, because there will still be farming, Potiphar will still be in Pharaoh's guard, and then Pharaoh, I mean, Joseph has access to Pharaoh because he has access to Potiphar, and then he'll still be able to help his family and say, finally, you guys are bowing down to me. But that's him being short-sighted and selling short what God had in store. Anybody getting this? So because you know you're blessed, you don't compromise. All right, Mrs. Potiphar could have told him, you know, my husband likes you. You know, when I like you and my husband likes you, then there's double for you, you know? And he says, no, I don't want that. So when your boss says, in this office, if you don't, you know, and then I won't, but someone is watching my back. And that's the person that knows how to remove you from your office and put another person there. In fact, he can make the story more interesting, sir. He can remove you and put me. <laughs> what happened to Joseph and Potiphar? What happened in the story of Esther? They removed Aman. Is that right? And then Mordecai was up. So he can pull one person out. So when you understand who my source is, my source is my daddy now. He's got my back. He pays my bills. No parent will be irritating and now. How many of you want your kids to wake up in the morning and say, eh, Mommy, oh, Mommy, oh, Mommy. You say, oh, you have come again. What do you want? What do you want? And every time your child wants to thank you or sing to you, it's because they need something. Or they now come with this sense of, uh, Mommy, you know I'm not worthy. You know I'm just useless. You know you're speaking from outside. Your child just managing me, Mommy. Anyway, uh, please, Mommy, should I go and wash the car so you can pay my school fees? that the child doesn't know what it means to have a parent, or the parent like him must be something funny. Anybody getting that? So think of how you talk to God. So you want a new job. Oh God, I know I'm not useful. I know you don't need me. You're just speaking from the dust. I know in fact, you can just blow me away with your hand. Bible says he engraved you upon the palm of his hands. I mean, he's, he's, if God could do tattoo, it would be your picture that would be on it. Anybody understands what I'm saying now? I'm sure if you open his chest right now. It's just your picture that he's looking at. Because you're on his mind. If you had a picture on his wallet, it would be yours. God is thinking about you. You're that useful to him. So he says, listen, before you ever asked for the blessing, I blessed you. I blessed you. How did I know that? Because Galatians 3 now tells us that in Christ Jesus, all the blessing of Abraham has come upon us. All the blessing of Abraham. So everything I see in the life of Isaac, Jacob, Joseph... Everything I see in those men's lives now happens to me. Now, one thing I learned, or one of the things I learned again from these blessed men is this. They knew what to pay for, what to collect, and what to reject. When Sarah died in Genesis 23, Abraham needed to get land for her. And they said, no, take it free. He said, no, I'm going to pay for it. How much? Everything shouldn't be free. Sometimes you just know in your heart, don't collect that one. Pay for it. In Genesis 14, after he helped to rescue Sodom, you know, Lot and everybody, the king said, take whatever I want. Abraham said, I've lifted my hands up to God so that nobody will say, I made Abraham rich. So there's what to reject. He rejected that one. So sometimes they say, oh, he's free. He's a wolf. He's free. He said, no, not this one. I'm paying for it. Sometimes not because you don't trust who it is. But because you're you're exercising your authority in the fact that God is my source. You know why we easily get disappointed? Because we put our trust in people, in systems, not in God. But when your trust is in God, when those people say, sorry, I can't get it done, you just smile and say, it will still be done. Isaiah fifty-five eleven says, so shall my word be, that goes forth out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty. It will accomplish whatever I please. It will prosper wherever I send it. So God, if God says you got a job, honey, if one uncle that told you is getting you now comes and tells you a story, be smiling. Because when God speaks, it will come to pass. God is my source. If God says it will be done, relax, it will come to pass. How? Because He's the one that will speak. God is not the man that should lie, right? Neither is He the Son of Man that should repent. Say, God loves me. How do you know? Because He gave you a car? No. Nope. Gave you a house? No. Nope. For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. I'll say, God, God, give me this job now so that I can show me you love me before you were born he showed you he loved you romans 5 and 8 says while we were yet sinners god demonstrated his love for us by making christ die for us no greater love than this than for a man to lay down his life for friends so he's shown you that he loves you he has proved to you that he loves you i love romans therefore chapter 8 and verse 32 let's read that one romans 8:32 romans 8:32 romans 8:32 romans 8:32 Glory to God. Can we read together? Let's go, please. He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he with him also, not what? I was, I was reading and thinking of another version up there. Let me read what's here. He would not spare his own son, but what? Delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also what? There's a word there. How shall he not with him also how shall it not with him also free. how shall not with him also free. how shall not with him also free. what's free free what's what's free what's free 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 how free is free how free is free free, free. so if I say um so I want to give you then you're on your way and I say but first you have to go on is that free so how free is free? free Bible says if he gave you his son freely what's more important a new laptop or Jesus dying on the cross baby in your womb but jesus dying on the cross that house you're trying to buy jesus dying on the cross so how many prayers and fasts and intercessions do you have to do for jesus to die on the cross he that spared not his own son but allowed his son to die for you without you asking what else is it that you want that he would not and has not already provided for you before you were born, Christ died. Before you were born, Philippians four nineteen had been written, my God shall supply all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ. Before we were born, guys, Psalm 23 verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want, had been written before we were born, Psalm 34, many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God delivers out of them all. Before we were born, 2 Corinthians 9 and 8, God is able to make all grace abound towards you so that in all things, at all times, having all that you need, you will abound before before we were born these promises these verses that existed that means when you got born and born again you are stepping into promises you are stepping into a reality of blessings you are stepping into scriptures here and there telling you that this is yours and that is yours and it is yours and that is yours and it is yours and, is yours, and that is yours so if that's so then why am i not having it one ingredient that all these patriarchs had is one word called faith and that's why abraham is called the father of our faith. So Romans chapter 4 verse 17 you know tells us something interesting and I'll tie it up all on that. Romans 4 17 you know says as it is written I've made you a father of what? Many nations in the sight of him whom he believed even God who does what? Gives life to the dead and what else does he do? Calls the things that do not exist as though So I want you to read it from Who Gives Life to the Dead. Anybody ready? One, two, let's go. Who gives life to the dead? That's God. And calls those things. So now we're going to start from calls those things. Anybody ready? Let's go. Calls those things. Again, please. Again, please. Do you believe you are blessed? Do you know you are blessed? Ephesians 1.3 says, Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings. So say, I am blessed. I am blessed. Do you believe the blessing of Abraham belongs to you? Yes. So question is, what do we do with it? Faith. Uh, you know, together with, you know, hearing from God and everything. But faith would even help you know what to hear and how to hear from God. So God told Abraham, you're going to have a child. You know, it wasn't when God told Abraham he was going to have a child, he got the child. God had to teach Abraham processes and the last one was this process. And I'll explain that to you. You remember Genesis chapter 1? In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the water. And God said, "Yea, Gabriel, there's darkness. Who got me? Who got me? Who got me? Was that what happened in Genesis? What did God say? What did God see? What did God say? What did God see? What did God say? What did God see? What did God say? so saying what you are seeing is the wrong thing to do but saying what you want to see is the right thing to do so you say but i'm facing reality you don't know reality much more than god so faith is reality so when i speak what i want to see then i get it bible says god calls things that what be not as though. All right, God calls things that be not as though they were. God calls things that be not as though they were. God calls things that be not as though they were. Sorry, sir, what's your name? Kenneth. 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 Please come. Why is he here? Who's sure about that? When did you see me calling him? Did I call you? Ha! Ah. Please go back to your seat. Thank you. What did I do to him? What did he do? So when I called him, he left where he was, he got to where I was. So if you want something and it's not where you want it to be, what do you do to it? What do I do to Kenneth? So, so I look at my life and there seems to be lack. God says, no, I've already provided for you. But God, I'm looking at lack. God says, hey, don't look at what you are seeing. Look at what you want and call what you want. The minute I called Kenneth, he didn't appear here. He walked here. So sometimes when you call something, it's taking a while. But it has left where it was. And it's on the way to where you are. Alright, so God calls things. He saw the darkness, said light. Anybody saying I have admission in this place? What I mean is admission to the university, whether it's one thing, one, I'm admitted, and it could be for your master's. What I mean, I'm admitted. So I said, How do you know? I call things that be not. How do you know it's gonna work? Because the blessing of the Lord is on me. I said, What do you do with the baby? I call, I call, I call. God told Abraham, You are a father of many nations. Sarah wasn't pregnant then. You know, God had to change Abraham's name from Abraham to Abraham, it was law of confession. That means if Abraham had you know, in Genesis 45, Abraham had 318 soldiers in his house. They were born. They were his daddy, mommy were all there. So over a thousand people. So imagine one thousand people calling your name every day. Faith comment how? Yeah. So every day was hearing Abraham, 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 Abraham. The son says Abraham. He said, no, 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 my name is not Abraham. Abraham. So as he's saying it, he's hearing it. As they are saying it, he's hearing it. As he's saying it, he's hearing it. As they are saying it, he's hearing it. Check it. When God changed his name to when Isaac was born was one year. A woman only needs to carry a baby for nine months. That means he only learned that principle for three months. So when we get to say Abraham waited 25 years, when he got the law of confession, in three months time, baby showed up. Because when God changed him, God said next year, the baby will come. One year, nine months removed, three months left. So I look at something in front of me. What do I do to it? I call it. 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 Take a minute and call something right now. Whatever that thing is that is your desire, call it. In the name of Jesus. Mark 11, 23 says, I have whatever I say. So I say what I'm going to have. I have whatever I say. I say what I'm going to have. I have what I say. I have what I say. I have what I say. So in the name of Jesus, I declare that you are mine. I declare that God is my source. I declare that you are mine. I declare I have abundance to give. I do not walk in lack. I'm not afraid of prosperity abundance and prosperity they are all mine they are fully mine really mine i'm blessed in all things i'm blessed in all things in the name of jesus i speak to you and i declare increase this season will be a season of great revelation upon you you will be lifted from one level of light to another i declare that this season you'll walk in greater blessings oh that blessing that is yours already you will see it manifesting every day in the name of Jesus, I speak concerning you. I declare, joining my faith with the pastor of this house, I declare that is a season of good favor, great favor, good favor, great favor, sweet favor. Doors that were shut, they open unto you because the blessing is on you. I declare that you are lifted. I declare that you are graced. I declare that men, men, men will part ways for you. Men will assist you. Men will come to your aid. I declare, increase, increase, increase in the name of Jesus. You cannot be small. You will not remain small. God said he blessed Abraham and he increased. I speak increase, 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 financial increase, material increase, spiritual increase, family increase, increase on every side in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you